From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome back to the Anxiety Project podcast. I am Brad Robinson here with you today. This episode is number 76 and it's on COVID-19 and health anxiety. If you're suffering from health anxiety already, this COVID-19 can increase that anxiety. But to a person who wasn't suffering from anxiety, this pandemic can actually spiral someone down into the chaos, into a sensitized state if they don't have the right strategies and techniques to handle that chaos. I wasn't taught how to handle the chaos of the world when I was younger in schools from my parents. I wasn't taught strategies to deal with life's challenges. So it's important to learn and practice these techniques and strategies so that when challenges come about, just like this pandemic, you know how to handle it properly so that your mental health and your physical health are are proper, are healthy, right? Are working exactly the way you want them to work so that you can actually think rationally. You can actually respond accordingly that will actually help you. So with this pandemic, an already sensitized person suffering from anxiety will have a hard time dealing with this quarantine, dealing with this chaos, dealing with this uh, bad news that is projected from the news. And this virus has done just that to many, many people around the world. It has caused so much health anxiety. I see it everywhere. I see when I go to the supermarket, people are on high alert and for good reason. You want to do your duty by keeping your distance, by staying at home. But I see a lot of anger. I see a lot of frustration. I see a lot of fighting. And that's a sign in my eyes that they are suffering from anxiety. Because remember, anxiety is the amygdala's fight, flight, or freeze response, right? It's your body's natural response. And from that fight response, there's a lot of anger going on out there. So it can be problematic if we spiral down into that chaos for you and your family members who are relying on you for that guidance, right? And it's important not to get and let those irrational thoughts get the better of us. We want some more rational thinking, especially in this chaos. It can be real easy to spiral down into that chaos. You just have to entertain those irrational thoughts. You have to give those thoughts energy and thus keeping them alive and thus changing your emotional state. 
too much news and too much of you talking about the pandemic in a negative way, talking about the deaths, talking a lot about the what if thoughts, you know, what if I get it? What if my family gets it? What if I get it when I go to the supermarket? And then reacting to a sneeze, to a cough irrationally. And and that can spiral someone down into anxiety. So the news, watching too much of that, um, focusing on a sneeze and a cough and letting those chaotic thoughts spiral and then being around others who are talking negatively about the virus, the deaths, oh my God, the horrifying reality of it, right? And then... And then talking, you you yourself complaining about your situation, you talking about uh, your concerns over the virus, like the deaths and the toll, right? And so then that can come from the news too, right? If you watch the news, then you kind of repeat that news to other people around you, right? And so in this episode, I want to provide you with the strategies to reduce this anxiety response and to handle this chaotic time rationally. Health anxiety is when you ruminate and obsess over your state of health continuously all day long. When you link a certain emotion to a particular bodily sensation over and over and over again, it becomes unconscious. This means that when the bodily sensation pops up, you automatically feel that emotion. You feel that anxiety. Since our brains are neuroplastic, meaning it has the ability to change neural pathways, you can unlearn something. You can Whenever you learn something new, that's stimulating new neuronal pathways. And you can lessen old pathways such as addictions by replacing those unhealthy habits with a new habit and thus lessening your grip over old addictions, old bad habits. So since our brains are neuroplastic, we can break this link the link of attaching that bodily sensation to that fear of it being an illness or being something else that you uh, don't want it to be, right? So we can break this link by attaching a rational replacement thought to that sensation. And what really helped me overcome this challenge was putting an elastic band on my wrist, what happened was when I would get that uh, catastrophic thought over that sensation, I would slap the band on my wrist and then think of a rational replacement thought. And that would make me feel better. I would notice my emotions would change. I would also have an image, a, a calming, soothing image. I would replace that other irrational thought with. And sometimes you may not even notice the thoughts because they're so automatic 
You just feel the emotion. You feel anxious. You feel depressed. You feel sad and unhappy and scared and fearful and all of these things. But you don't know what you thought. You can still slap the band on your wrist, noticing that you're actually in a state you don't want to be in, and then coming up with rational replacement thoughts and thus changing your emotional state. It's very, very powerful. So when the when this pandemic began, I felt anxious about the uncertainty that is the virus. I was I was falling down into that anxiety state. I was thinking, what if I get it and become gravely ill? What if I spread it onto my loved ones? What if I get it while I'm at the supermarket? But here's the thing. Since I developed so many strategies and techniques during my anxiety recovery, I was able to handle this new life challenge effectively. Differently than what I would have used to. My older self wouldn't have handled this properly. I would have spiraled down into chaos. But I have all these strategies under my belt, on my tool belt, I should say. And so I didn't let it get too far. You know, there was a lot of what if thinking. There was that uncertainty that, that made me a little anxious. But I had so many tools on my tool belt that I was able to handle this new challenge effectively. And I didn't let it spiral down into severe anxiety. I just let my anxiety go to like a level four instead of my original, my old self would have let it go to level eight, nine or 10, right? So it's important to develop these tools and techniques to handle these challenges. One important strategy is adding those reasons why you won't die from the virus, right? So there's all these what if thoughts about, you know, what if I die from the virus? That's the underlying fear, right? Death from this virus. So for example, if you have high anxiety over getting a serious disease, but you continue to be a couch potato and eat chips and fast food, you only increase your anxiety over becoming ill. But if you exercise daily and you were on a strict, healthy diet, the evidence of you getting that disease decreases. And then the belief that you are healthy, strong, and vibrant increases. So, Adding those reasons why you won't die from the virus is great. It's what you really need. It's those rational thoughts that'll get you to a more calm and conscious state. So add more evidence to the belief of you having a strong, healthy immune system so that even if you do get it, you know you can fight it off because you have a strong belief. You view yourself as a healthy person. So add that evidence to why you believe you're healthy. 
exercise daily. Take vitamins, especially vitamin C, which is most effective for fighting off viruses. Because when you get a virus, the virus depletes your vitamin C. If you increase it, your vitamin C, you're going to fight off that virus more effectively. There's actually... They're in, in China, they are treating a lot of their patients with high doses of vitamin C. I don't know the outcome of that yet, but I'm sure that has made a catastrophic difference, a huge difference. So take those vitamins. A breathing exercise strengthens your immune system. Reduce carbs and reduce your sugar intake, Right? Get plenty of sleep, and this fights off cancer cells. It fights off viruses. So plenty of rest rejuvenates the body, strengthens the body. These are great ways to reduce anxiety and the belief you will die from this virus. But rational thoughts play a huge role in anxiety reduction. And news can be harmful for that. When you sit in front of the TV and you're watching the news or you know somebody who's watching the news, they're, they, they're in the unconscious state, right? They, that's why TVs take advantage with those commercials. There's so many commercials because when people get in front of the TV, they're sort of in a hypnotic state, right? They're not really thinking anything. They're just absorbing the information, right? So when you're watching the news and they're talking about those deaths, when they're talking about the horrible situations people are in, that affects you. That really does affect you. It affects your emotions. It, it affects the way you speak to other people because you may leave the TV room and then go talk about the horrible news to other people. But here's the thing. The news loves and depends on this negativity to keep you engaged, to keep other people engaged. I see it all the time. I see people watching the news and then they talk about it to other people. They act out. They they speak about how awful this virus is because of what they saw on TV, right? So be careful about what you watch on TV and reduce the news because you're going to find out the news from somebody else if it's that important, if you need to know about it. You will find out. It's like me. I don't watch the news, but I actually find out information from other people. Whether I choose to accept it or not is my choosing, but I don't watch the news. That's only going to increase the negativity in my life that I don't need. I want to keep a strong immune system, so less news, the better. New studies, and this is interesting because... This will support your new rational thoughts. And I got this information from Dr. Berg, who is a YouTube uh, YouTuber, but he's a doctor and he's been practicing. He's been a doctor for a very, very long time. And he talks about the virus and in such a rational way. And, and this is really useful. New studies now confirm over 1 million people 
infected by the virus. But they also discovered that a lot more people got the virus and developed antibodies for the virus. And they had no idea they had the virus. It's so interesting. And this brings, this new information, this new data brings the fatality rate even lower. China, the, mot- the mortality rate is 0.6%. Britain, 0.9%. California, 0.2%. They found that 50 times more people, people were infected than they originally thought. So they are discovering through testing that a lot more people in the population had it, overcame it, and they never thought, they never knew they had the virus. So these are great rational thoughts. When you get caught up in the the deaths that the news projects or those sensations or whether you, you know you have the virus or not, these are great rational thoughts to incorporate into your day, right? So these are great rational thoughts that I incorporate into my day. I do research and and I discover that it's not as serious as the news makes it out to be. But it is a stressful time, no doubt. It's no doubt very stressful, but it doesn't have to be, right? So Reduce your anxiety response by activating your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest system, right? So meditating, exercising, breathing, journaling, huge, less TV, reducing the amount of TV, reading, cleaning up is a great way to feel good. I mean, whenever I clean my room, I feel amazing. Playing games with your family. Bonding with your family, right? And listen to productive podcasts. Listen to people who are your favorite role models, right? People who overcame similar life challenges that you're facing and have gotten better, and so you can learn from them and continuously surround yourself with those strong positive people. That's important. And you must take action for any sort of change to occur. So replacing those bad habits that are causing you mental distress or physical distress and replace those habits with new productive habits like the ones I just listed. When you change it also rubs off on other people. So it's important that you want to be that rock, be that support. You want to be that strong man or woman who knows how to handle the chaos, how to handle this coronavirus, right? So it's a challenging time. It is a challenge, but it's important that you engage in in rational thoughts, it's important that you engage in the proper habits to support your mental health and your physical health so that 
you can add evidence to why you won't die from this virus, right? You want to add more evidence because if you're eating that junk food, if you're eating that, you know, that hot dog, you're eating that hamburger every day and you're sitting on the couch and you're not getting exercise and you're smoking, you're going to add so much evidence to why you are unhealthy. But it's but the more evidence you, you put out there to why you are healthy, the more you're going to believe that, you know what, even if I do get this virus, I can overcome it. And that's where I'm going to leave you on today's podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. And remember, do not let anxiety define who you are. Stay safe, and I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's powerful anxiety recovery program is available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. What are you waiting for? Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.